0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of our Enterprise Agility podcast. Uh, I am still Andy Jordan, sorry to disappoint you, but there you go, Um, and this time I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by somebody who has lived and breathed the idea of a business focused, business aligned PMO in an environment that supports enterprise agility. And not only that, she is now helping others to uh, to lead that environment and create a, a generation of uh, PMO leaders who are built to support enterprise agility through her company, PMO Strategies, and also through the really cool, really exciting PMO Impact Summit that is coming coming up in September of this year. Uh, Laura Bernard, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I am thrilled to have you on this podcast. And let me start just by asking you a really, really simple question. What is it that a PMO leader needs to do to support the concept of enterprise agility? How do they support their leadership?
1: Oh, thank you, Andy. Thank you so, so much for being here and, um, you know, asking me to be a part of this program with you. I really appreciate everything that you are doing for this space and for uh, helping to get the word out on all things enterprise agility and helping people understand the shifts that they can make to um, embrace enterprise agility and bring their organizations forward so that they can not just survive but thrive. And I think that the PMO is a very important part of that. And as we've seen in 2020 with the COVID pandemic, there are two types of organizations, those that were barely hanging on and had this survival mindset and this survival approach, feeling a lot of chaos and turmoil as things got pretty VUCA, Volatility, Uncertainty, Complexity, and Ambiguity. This year is a perfect example of what we were all talking about when we were talking about VUCA. And then there's the organizations that looked at this as an opportunity to thrive. And those were the organizations that understood the importance of embracing agility, not just from big A agile and are we doing iterative management of our work, but in being nimble and flexible and able to adapt when the needs of the organization shifted. And that's where the PMO comes into play with a really great opportunity to shine, to Earn their seat at the table and to do what I call, you know, become a strategy navigator for the organization and help the organization deliver on their important strategic objectives, even when those strategic objectives shift with a moment's notice because of a market change, of a global pandemic, of, you know, some other outside force or inside force that forces that change upon us. So I think. PMO leaders play an important role and many of them don't understand the role that they can play and the importance of their role in helping to respond to change. And it starts with some mindset shifts that I think are critically important, but even before we can start making changes ourselves, we need to be aware of the environment we're working in and why what we're doing and what we've always been doing won't help us get where we're trying to go.
0: I think that's a key point that the PMO leaders need to understand what they should be capable of and maybe compare that to what they are capable of right now. But how do we make that shift in the mindset? Not everybody, unfortunately, is part of your PMO Strategies program, so yeah. there are PMO leaders out there that, that don't realize that the inward looking, backward looking focus on projects is not actually supporting.
1: Oh, for sure. So here, here's the thing. There are PMOs, like the, the traditional way that many of us um, learned PMOs back in the day. For example, I built my first PMO in 1999. And frankly, I didn't even know I was building a PMO. And for me, I couldn't find a ton of information back in the 90s about what to do. So I did what made sense, which was listen to my business leaders and learn the problems they were trying to solve. Now, I happen to be in an organization that was in the middle of dot-com insanity doing e-commerce initiatives. And we were on the leading and bleeding edge. And so there was no time to, hold on, let me sit down and put a ton of process in place or throw a bunch of tools at people. It was, how do I solve the business problem of the moment in the moment and keep people moving forward? And, you know, that was... 20 years ago plus, and here we are saying that, well, now we need to be organizationally agile and now we need to embrace enterprise agility. That's always been there in my mind. It's becoming ever more pressing and the organizations that are truly thriving are the ones that figured that out. So what does that look like for PMO leaders? Well, I have these mindset shifts that I talk people through. And, and what I say to PMO leaders is if you want to earn that seat at the table, you've got to make shifts in the way that you think and talk about the work that you do, which becomes the catalyst for causing change in how we deliver value and impact for our organization. I, refer to a PMO not as a project management office, but as an impact engine. It should be, and this is where I think a lot of PMO leaders don't realize truly the value and the role they have, the impact engine, the PMO is the organization that should be ensuring that all of the energy and effort to deliver on the organization's strategy is done so in a way that drives the highest possible return on investment for the organization. And sometimes, Andy, when I say this and I start talking ROI, I have all these projects and PMO leaders are like, wait a minute, hold on, but not everything can be measured in dollars. And I say, okay, fine. So let's call it the worth it factor. I don't care what you call it, but I'm telling you that every single one of us makes decisions every day about whether, or not something is worth doing. And our job as PMO leaders, and the most important role we can play, is providing the keys, the information, the portfolio perspective of what of what is going on in the organization, where are resources allocated, what work is happening, what if a pandemic happens and we have to shift gears, what's the impact of that on our organization? That is the opportunity for PMO leaders to step up and step into a role. You want your seat at the table, you earn it by having answers to the questions your business leaders are asking. And not just that, but you better make sure that you're speaking to them in their language, not yours. Don't throw a bunch of project speak at people. Nobody understands what you're talking about anyway, nor should they. It's not their jobs to understand project management. It's our job to understand the work we're doing and create that alignment between the work that we're doing and the why of the organization, the strategy it's aligned to, and what it's causing to be delivered for the organization. And so when we let go of thinking about the PMO as a project organization and start thinking of it in terms of an ROI generator, of an impact engine, and we shift the way we look at the work we do. I mean, people still think projects are about the scope, the time, and the cost. I think they are investments. And if project leaders start looking at the projects they're doing and treating them as investments, they're going to have a whole different level of conversation. But our business leaders are doing that every day. Every project that happens, they're looking at as an investment in time, in resources, in energy, and in focus. And so for them, it's very clear that the work that they're asking to be done, that the project leaders are responsible for delivering, is an investment for them. It's an investment to deliver on that strategy. So we need to, as PMO leaders, teach our project managers how to be investment managers and ensure that every decision we're making isn't about how tightly we can manage the triple constraint. It's about how do we ensure that the work we're doing is going to achieve that highest possible return, the worth it factor. Was it worth doing this work in the first place? Laura, thank you so much. Um, the internet being volatile like it is, it looks like our uh, host, Andy Jordan, may um,
0: have uh, been dropped off this call. Uh, <laughs> but he's
1: back. Oh, he's, he's back. back there now. he is. Okay. Back.
0: Uh, I love my internet connection. Um, so I I, I have No problem, Mandy. I
1: was, I was just talking brilliant things about ROI. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> I I apologize. Well, you know, this is the real world, I guess. But Jim, thank you for uh, thank you for stepping in and doing a, a better job than I would have. Um, I'm sure Laura's content has been absolutely amazing, and I look forward to hearing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, how about um, do we have a couple more minutes where I can share with those mindset shifts that I think could be super helpful for people?
0: Absolutely. I'd ask you an intelligent question that leads into it if I knew what it was that you were going to be talking about. But as it is, Laura, what else can you tell us?
1: Absolutely. No problem. Look, this is called being agile, right? This is called being nimble and flexible and shifting gears and pivoting when you need to, right? This is something that we do every day. It happens on podcast interviews. It happens in our business life and our personal life. So enterprise agility to me is common sense. And I think the role of the PMO is to help put common sense into common practice. And when we talk about, as a PMO leader, the opportunity we have to position ourselves at the seat at the table, we've got to start thinking and acting like business leaders. So we talked about this role of an investment manager. And if it's still not clear to you that projects are investments, you know, just consider the fact that if your 401k was managed the way your portfolio projects were managed, would you be pleased? If not, then we need to be thinking about doing things differently. So for my PMO leaders, uh, I call them impact drivers. And I teach them six very simple, straightforward concepts on the impact PMO leader mindsets that really help prepare them to lead the charge in change, to lead enterprise agility and organizational agility, and to truly earn their seat at the table as a business leader in their organizations. And the first one is instilling focus. I think we as PMO leaders can get so caught up in all of the chaos going on around us that we forget that all we simply have to do is create alignment right from the start. We have to connect the why, the strategy to the work that's happening. And we have a unique and I would say agnostic view of the organization, which positions us well to do that. And once we've created that alignment with the project work to the strategy, we need to think and talk and deliver that way. And when we do, people start to connect the work they do and the impact that they're Having individually with every decision they make and how it connects to moving the organization forward or not. And I know you had Mark Price Perry on, dear friend of ours, and he talked about this concept of out outcomes versus outputs. I like to help my PMO leaders think about measuring outcomes. We spend so much time counting things that don't matter. When we define our value and our success based on the number of projects that we're managing, the number of project managers we have in our empire we're building, the number of templates, the steps in our process, nobody cares. Nobody cares about any of that. What they want to know is what we talked about, return on investment. So if we shift our focus to focusing on how are we helping the organization achieve our outcomes and how do we measure our project's ability to achieve those outcomes and the role the PMO has in driving those outcomes, then we have our leader's attention. And speaking of focusing on outputs, the next step I have them talk through is performing relentlessly, which me, and by the way, if you're not getting it yet, I-M-P, so we've got an A-C-T there. um, Perform relentlessly is all about streamlining, optimizing, simplifying. Do less of those outputs so that you have the ability to pivot and be flexible and adapt when the organization needs you to adapt and shift the work you're doing and how you're doing it. Every time you put a step in the process, an item on a checklist, a template in front of your business leaders, which by the way, I don't know if you've ever heard a business leader say, no, 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 come back when you have five more templates for me to fill out. They're just not going to do that. So, why are we throwing so many barriers to the progress and to achieving those outcomes? I'm not saying go wild, wild west, but be very clear about every step you put in the process that is helping you drive and accelerate getting to your outcomes, not slowing you down. And then adapt to thrive. I think that's kind of COVID 19 is a perfect example of that. COVID 19 taught us that those that will thrive, thrive in times of chaos know how to pivot, how to shift, and how to adapt the work they're doing, how they engage the organization, the way they deliver value must be able to shift as the needs of the organization shift. And then communicate with purpose. I don't know about you, but I personally have a hard time staying on top of all the inputs that are coming my way as a business leader. And I know our business leaders are in the same situation. They are going from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, trying to stay on top of emails and all of the other data points that we're throwing in front of them. There's so much information coming at us from so many angles. And when our business leaders are, it's becoming increasingly more difficult for them to know what they should focus on to help. To move the organization forward, our job as PMO leaders is to make it super easy for business leaders to engage, to support us, drive necessary decisions uh, by us providing them very simple and easy information to make those decisions, and then get out of their way and have them get out of yours so that they can move on to the other 10 million things they have to do that day. We don't need 45 data points to tell us whether or not our project is going to achieve the outcomes it's intended to achieve. A little bit of information can go a long way and help us be very clear and purposeful in the information we're sharing and and using it as a catalyst to push people forward. And then finally, the last step in the process, the mindset shifts is on transforming mindset. And, you know, this whole concept that we talk about with PMO leaders and project managers saying, well the business should just get what we do for a living. They should get project management. They should appreciate it. I should have my seat at the table. You know, we need to change their minds. And I think kind of wrapping this whole set of mindsets up is understanding that the change starts within, it starts with us. And if you ever feel like you have to sell the value of project management or sell the value of the PMO, you are doing it wrong. You show value, Mm -hmm. you show impact. Actually, speak so much louder than words. So go get something done, make your executives' lives easier, and you will never have to sell the value of yourself or your team or your projects ever again.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Thank you, Laura, so much. Um, I know everyone has got a huge amount from this, if only to see podcast agility on enterprise agility while talking about PMOs. Um, Laura, we couldn't have done this without you, literally, because I wasn't here for half the time. Thank you, Jim, for helping us <laughs> out. Um, if you, you want so. to learn more about uh, PMO impact, and I know you do, um, Laura has a great PMO podcast of her own. Um, you can access this, that, access that, um, at PMOstrategies.com, which is uh, her company website, um, or uh, the PMO Strategies uh, podcast at your podcast provider of choice. And also uh, learn more about the PMO Impact Summit, which is coming up very soon, and has an awesome number of uh, of really good speakers all available to you at no charge um right. also one final thing um On August the 5th, we have uh, another webinar. Um, So we'll make sure that we get you the link uh, when we publish this podcast. Um, We have another webinar where we talk about business-focused PMOs, and Jim Tish will be joining me uh, along with a couple of other people there as well. Um, And we'll go into this in a little bit more detail. Uh, If you want to deliver enterprise agility, you have to take your PMO with you, and you need the right kind of PMO and the right kind of PMO leadership. Laura, thank you so much. We will talk again soon, and uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us on this podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Andy. Have a high impact day, everyone.